Okay. All right. Welcome to this, the Red Bulletin Podcast. I'm your host, Andreas Georges. And uh, you're probably listening to us on iTunes right now. Maybe you're listening to us on Acast, our host pod network. We got another preview podcast this week, uh, previewing next week's guest. Uh, we've angled ourselves a real innovator, by the well, by the way, by the by, I should say, in the realm of action sports. Uh, he's a man who waited tables in Maui while building his reputation in windsurfing and then helped create the technology that allowed another sport, kitesurfing, to boom in the late 90s and early part of this century. Man, that sounds so ancient, doesn't it? The early part of this century. We're talking about the early 2000s. Maybe that's a... That's a way to make it a little bit less imposing. Um, he followed that up by starting a wind energy company, heavily invested in by Sergey Brin and Larry Page, who most of you probably know as the founders of Google. The $10 million in seed money helped Makani Power become the leader in a growing field of companies looking to harness the power of kites to generate electricity for us down here on the ground. The story of how he met Sergey and Larry, however, is rooted in a peculiar connection between Silicon Valley and the action sports world. The connection between tech geeks and kitesurfing. Yes, kitesurfing, that's right. Golf? Sounds like something your dad would do. Cigars and poker at the club? Yawn, Grandpa. Now, part of this has to do with location. The San Francisco Bay's wind-whipped afternoons have long made it a destination for windsurfers, kitesurfers, and sailors. The last America's Cup, after all, was held there. Silicon Valley is but an hour's drive down the traffic-choked 101, or to put it in terms a venture capitalist would understand, a 30-minute helicopter ride. But there's something else going on here. It's, it's, it's like a shared similarity in approach. There's a connection between the intent and commitment required by kite sailing that marries nicely with the all-in mentality of starting your own tech company. Both also require working in an environment where uh, conditions are constantly changing and, and require adaptability. Plus, considering all those hours spent hacking out code and dimly lit incubators with only the glow of the screen bathing your face, a guy or a gal... Needs a break. In an interview with our magazine, kitesurfing pro Susie Mai said uh, the tech guys are learning kind of a jock meditation. When you're kiteboarding, you have to have friends on the beach, she told us. You have to rely on people to launch and land your kite. You can't just be a loner because you always need people. One day, you're going to need someone on the beach to get you out of a situation where you're like overpowered by wind or waves. People have to look after each other and be social. I think that's one of the things in tech that's the same. It's a crazy world out there. Indeed, it is, Susie Mai. And Mai would know. From 2006 until this year, her and investor Bill Tai have been hosting invite-only networking events for athletes, the Silicon Valley elite, and hungry startup founders with bold ideas. It's called Mai Tai. Very clever, of course. And since launching in Maui, it's taken place across the globe in places like Norway, Hood River, Oregon, and Richard Branson's Necker Island. Yes, the same Branson who was photographed kite surfing with Barack and Michelle. It's kind of like, it's like if TED Talks introduced an action sports element with speeches and, and pitches interwoven with uh, middle-aged dudes getting dragged along the beach and water by a 12-meter kite. 
During the downtime, there's a lot of commiseration and bonding, which eventually turns into networking from a shared foundation that beats a PowerPoint deck any day of the week. And there are some big fish in attendance as well. Drew Houston, for example, who founded Dropbox, and a fellow named Elon Musk as well. Mobile messaging service Tango.me was born out of a shared kitesurfing bond, as was big data company Treasure Data. Ty himself got into it in 2000 on a windsurfing trip down to Mexico. When Google founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin started posting photos of themselves kiteboarding in 2003, or was it 2004, entrepreneurs who wanted to emulate the Google builders took note. Next week's guest is Don Montague, who was introduced to Brin and Page through windsurfing connections. Montague's obsessive tinkering in technology that pushes the envelope, uh, which is, I think, born from both his Waterman background and, and his struggles with dyslexia, made him a very capable conversation partner for the two. When he first attached a kite to a boat and told the Google founders of his plan to try and set a speed record using a kite-powered sailboat, they told him, that's nice, but uh, wouldn't you rather help save the planet? Makani Power, which is dedicated to creating kite-powered sustainable energy, was founded in 2006. And Larry and Sergey jumped on board a few minutes into Montague's presentation to the Google board. The three have been innovating in the space ever since. So tune in next week. It's an interesting conversation with a man who has his fingers in all sorts of different uh, industry-pushing technology, both vital and whimsical. I mean, Google his motor-powered jet foil and tell me you don't want to ride on that thing. But it's also a conversation with Don about uh, his struggles with dyslexia and, and, and how that hurdle created in him a, a drive to solve problems both mundane and, and highly technical and really built his reputation as a chief innovator for all things on the water. It's a great conversation. Um, hope you tune in and uh, I'll see you next time. 